This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This is QNN, your community network news, bringing you the latest in LGBTIQA plus news and sport from Australia and the world. Celebrating 15 years on air, thanks to Australia's only rainbow community media organisation, Joy. Hi there, I'm Matthew Wade and this is your QNN update. A former New South Wales police officer has recalled the organised assaults he witnessed by police officers against gay men in Sydney in the 1980s. Channel 9's true crime program under investigation this week examined the spate of homophobic violence by gangs that terrorised Sydney's gay community in the 1980s and 90s. Former New South Wales police officer Mark Higginbotham appeared on the program and spoke out about the involvement of officers themselves in the violence, saying it was done by on-duty uniformed police. The Victorian Pride Lobby has launched its It Takes More campaign, a non-partisan campaign aimed at supporting LGBTIQA Victorians to run for and win seats in the upcoming state election. Victoria may have some of the more progressive laws in Australia for the LGBTIQA community, but it has one of the lowest representations of out MPs in its state parliament. Just around 1.6% of members of parliament in Victoria identify as LGBTIQA+, as opposed to 16% in ACT and 11% in WA. A Sydney real estate agency boss has been filmed hurling homophobic slurs at a waiter in an aggressive tirade at a cafe. Mahin Abedin is Managing Director of Inner West Property in Sydney's Homebush. Abedin has been identified as the man in an online video calling the waiter the F-slur in a homophobic tirade. In the video, filmed last Wednesday, the waiter calls police for help during the aggressive confrontation. The waiter told news.com.au that the incident left him in shock and really shaken. He said he was anxious and fearful of returning to work and Abedin returning. Cairns Pride Festival will return this month with the long-running event officially launching later this week in far north Queensland. This year's Cairns Pride Festival runs from October 14 to 23 and features social gatherings and community events across the region. And recently unsealed court documents in the US reveal the identities of the ringleaders of a nationwide counterfeit HIV medication scheme. Gilead Sciences described Lazaro Roberto Hernandez and Armando Herrera as the kingpins of the scheme. Prosecutors allege that Hernandez and co-conspirators established licensed wholesale drug distribution companies in multiple US states between 2019 and 2021. That was your news update. Now to Jacqueline with your sport report. Raider West Sydney player Hanin Zarika has chosen not to take the field for this Sunday's match against Hawthorne to avoid wearing the team's pride jersey. The 23-year-old forward has cited religious grounds for her decision. It is the second consecutive year the practising Muslim has not participated, saying she has responsibility to her faith and community. The North Melbourne Tasmanian Kangaroos launched their new pride jersey designed for Season 7, which features the colours of the progressive pride flag. The progressive pride flag has an additional five arrow-shaped lines to the six-coloured 
rainbow flag placing greater emphasis on inclusion and progression. AFLW players Tess Craven, Sarah Wright, Emma King and Jasmine Garner launched the jersey with a video on the club's website. Essendon CEO Andrew Thorburn resigned last week 24 hours after being appointed due to a conflict of interest between the club values and Thorburn's involvement as a chairman of the City on the Hill Church. Sermons on the Conservative organisation's website preach an anti-gay stance. Essendon President David Barham said in a statement that Essendon is committed to providing an inclusive, diverse and safe club. And former Real Madrid goalkeeper Eka Casillas created a furor on Monday with a tweet to his 10 million followers stating he was gay, then tweeting his account had been hacked. Former Barcelona captain and teammate Carlos Puyol had responded to the initial tweet saying it's time to tell them about us as a joke. Both ex-players have since apologised and deleted the offensive tweet. Adelaide United's Josh Cavallo, who became the first openly gay active player in men's professional football, responded on Twitter expressing his profound disappointment at his role models and legends of the game making fun of coming out. Thanks Jacqueline, that's what's making news in the LGBTIQA community this week. The Q&N team will be back here next week, or you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Q&N. I'm Matthew Wade. Q&N was recorded at Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tune in to Joy 94.9 FM in Melbourne, joy.org.au or via the Joy app. Q&N is distributed across the community radio network with thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.